Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Recording. And... You got a squeaky chair? A little bit. I'll be all right. A little bit of a squeaky chair. Let's see. But uh, it says that we are we're streaming live. So Jeff Raider, or not Raider, Swag Jeff. Swag Jeff. We hey. are, uh, we're live on the YouTube. What's up, YouTube? What's up, YouTube? Welcome to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. episode number 131 of Raiders Fan Radio. But I, I, well, there's the intro. Ready for the intro? I'm ready, You're ready for, for the, the intro. intro. It's, it helps if the guy that's got to push the button. Push the button. Raiders! Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to Lopiano at the 50, high running down, Houston football, and I think Houston victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. 
What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for another fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number 131 of Raiders Fan Radio, live right here from Murph's Fan Cave. Uh, appreciate those of you that are joining us via the audio podcast and to those of you especially that are joining us on the YouTube version of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody jumping into the chat room already. Uh, Tyrone Jenkins, Shawshank Raider, Bobby Wasabi, Kings Only, Raider Rue, and uh, some guy named Swag Jeff. I don't know, uh, I don't know why Swag, I want, Swag Jeff must be joining us in the, uh, in the is virtually. No, 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 uh, uh, no. hey, he's he's sitting right here. Swag Jeff, what's hey, up? Hey, Swag, what's going on, Raider Nation? How are you guys? Absolutely glad to welcome Swag Jeff into Murph's fan cave. You are, uh, you're not even sitting in Uncle Mosh's chair. You've, uh, you've got your own annex now to no. the Murph's fan cave desk, don't you, Jeff? That's that's right. I'm, well, y- you can't tell on the YouTube, but I'm wearing makeup because I have a black eye because Uncle Mosh hit me because <laughs> I sat at his desk last time. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, Uncle Mosh wouldn't hit you. He'd slap you around a little bit, but he well, yeah, you. he wouldn't punch you. But uh, yeah, so we welcome uh, welcome Jeff to uh, to Murph's Fan Cave for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. You know, Jeff and I, uh, uh, and we're gonna we got something fun, really fun to share with you guys at the end of the show. Uh, but we've been doing stuff on and off together for a while now, and we just started a new venture, uh, and we call it Tales from the Nation, and that is where That's we right. go and uh, uh, we relive some of the most significant moments in Raiders history. Uh, not always good things, not always bad things, just things that are significant uh, to the team. And so that show is called Tales from the nation and you'll find that show on the murph's fan cave feed and so uh uncle mosh was off this week and uh jeff and i were going to record tales from the nation and we thought well hey what the heck man let's just get him in here and do an episode of, yeah, of Raiders fan Radio. absolutely yep. absolutely yeah and we, we've gotten a lot of feedback from uh from episode one with the heidi game and we appreciate that we had a we had a blast doing it yeah uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was great and uh and 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 this week we're gonna be uh we're gonna be uh recording another one and uh, you want to tell them what it is? You want me to tell them what it no, is? No, you go ahead, man. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you know, so last week we did the Heidi game, which was uh, which was a, a great moment in Raider history. Yes. And uh, this this next one we're gonna do a not so great moment. <laughs> we're gonna put it in reverse. Uh, on yeah, this one. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the one that may make uh, may make some folks cry, which is uh, the 2016 uh, Derek Carr leg break. <sighs> Which uh, which is definitely one of the uh, most significant moments in recent Raider history because uh, you know that was a that that was one of the chances that we could have to go to another Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely, and it was probably I would say the most significant moment in recent history. I mean, there's you could put the Khalil Mack trade out there. You could put yes. John Gruden coming back. Like there's a handful of things that have happened recently, but in terms of on field success, uh, nothing more impactful than uh, than Derek Carr going down with that injury. So I'll save my comments on that for Tales from the Nation. That's yep. coming up on your Murph's Fan Cave feed. So for those of you uh, that follow us on the audio podcast, uh, you, you'll get that show in your feed. Uh, that's now the fourth show here on the Murph's Fan Cave network it's uh it's it, you can just search murph fan cave on any podcast service and uh you'll get this show the flagship show raiders fan radio you'll get mondays with mikey and murph you'll get the fan club blitz with splatterhead tom fitz sometimes pots uh and then you'll get um uh, now tales from the nation uh with yours truly and uh swag jeff so appreciate uh jeff and uh in the new venture in the new show appreciate just when johnny for the new artwork that artwork was legit yes love it we love it love it and um 
So, and then appreciate to all of you that have already uh, kind of jumped in and, and listen. All right. So, you're just, Shawshank, okay, well, Shawshank Raiders already in the in the chat talking about my swag. Well, I was just going to say, you're laughing in the middle of me talking. So, it's just like having Uncle Mosh here. Well, yeah, I I've heard something. a couple episodes. I know how this goes. <laughs> if I want to get you to stop talking, I usually just start laughing. You just start laughing at the chat. Yeah. So, so what's going on in there? Well, let's, let's talk about this 8-4 I have on my chest. Oh, there you uh, go. Antonio Brown, my boy. And if you see... We we went today and picked up oh uh, picked gosh. up my hat. Control. Oh my gosh! Look at this right here. Look at that. He's got his Brown. Antonio Brown signature oh on his hat. Gosh. For those of you listening, uh, he's got it on there. So yeah, Swag Jeff is definitely uh, living up to his name. I sure up to am. His nickname and uh, and I, and I love your nickname because it's not self gloss. I'm not about self gloss. Somebody gave you that nickname. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Raider I would Homer. Never, I would never call myself Swag Jeff. No. But Raider Homer called me Swag Jeff, so hey, You'll I'm own all it. about it. You'll own well, it. Well, yeah, Will. Absolutely. So good <laughs> stuff there. So hey, real quick. So if you want to get swagged out too, how's that for, for a segue? We hey, call, we call hey, it the, hey. in the biz. So if you want to get swagged out too, you can do that in one of two ways, and it will support what we do here at Raiders Fan Radio. You can go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash t-shirts and buy one of our Get Made t-shirts. Jeff, that's your cue. You can buy one of our Get Made t-shirts. Oh, oh, yep. hey, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, was, who, I was paying attention who, to Who let him the new guy? I know, uh, So hey, get, hey, of, There you hey, go. Yeah, hey, one of those, look at there. One of those Get Made t-shirts. So you get that that shirt. Uh, cost you 20 bucks or 25 bucks for the big boy sizes. And all of the proceeds, 100%, of the proceeds will go to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. Yes. Uh, we are well on our way to raising $2,000 as our goal, and we're going to present uh, the Bolitnikoff Foundation with that check uh, this November the 1st at their 2019 Crab Fest. So please support us and enable us to support them uh, and give to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. And then the other thing you can do is go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. That's G-E-A-R. Hit that link that's on that part of the webpage. Yes. And it will take you to NFLShop.com and buy to your heart's content. And a portion of that money will then get kicked back to us. Doesn't cost you anything extra. Just take a little bit of that, that money that gets kicked back to us. And that all goes into the fund for the Bolitnikoff Foundation so that we can, uh, again, support them. And I'm assuming, Jeff, that's where you bought your shirt. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you want an Antonio Brown shirt like me or a jersey or a hat or anything like that, yeah, go, go check out this link. It's uh, uh, we get we get a little kickback and uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's good stuff. All yeah. right. So appreciate what, those. What, what are we at now? What, what's what's the total? Where, where are we at? We're like four something. Like so, I I haven't checked the one site yet, but I know that we're we're over four hundred on on include. Yeah, with so we're o- we're over twenty percent of the way there. Over twenty percent of the way. Several there. months before the season. Yes, so we're in, so we're in good shape. Yes, and uh, we're well on our way uh, to hitting our goals there. All right, one last thing for you um, before we uh, get to the contact info. Uh, some of you asked about our fannies. That's our annual award show uh, for Raiders Fan Radio. We call it the Fannies, and uh, it's a really tongue-in-cheek, just kind of a goofy uh, award show that we do for not only the real Raiders, but uh, a lot of self-referential stuff in terms of what our show is all about. And uh, so the Fannies will be on the 19th. So that is uh, the next episode of Raiders Fan Radio. We are definitely going to be off next week, and then we're going to come back on the 19th, and Uncle Mosh and I, and, and I think Jeff's going to help us out as well, Yeah, uh, do the Fanny Award. So. Uh, um, so look forward to that. It should be a lot of fun. And uh, that's uh, that's really about all I got, Jeff. Let's go. You want to shout out the chat one more time, and then we'll hit the contact Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. We got Rob Raider in there, Raider Roo, uh, Tyrone, uh, Monster Mask Ken, Shawshank Raider. Uh, Swag Jeff is in there. Uh, yeah, we, we, we got the whole crew. We got the whole crew. Awesome, awesome. Hit that contact info, and we'll get to 131. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. 
That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh, he twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. Hey, real quick, before we jump into the significance of 131, I did want to make one other, uh, not an announcement, but just to cover one other thing. Go for it. Uh, the other thing uh, that Jeff is doing with us here at, at RFR, uh, he is now our uh, uh, social media director. Well, yeah. Uh, for, uh, for Murph's Fan Cave <laughs> and, the, and the Murph's Fan Cave shows. and Because uh, we got we get so much correspondence and there's so much uh marketing for lack of a better term to do yeah. with the show uh you are very uh hip to all that stuff you know how to do it uh you, you do it well and uh and so jeff's kind of taken over uh much of what we do in terms of that so uh check him out on facebook check us on our instagram and all that and then i know a lot of you um our favorite way to interact with you is via the raiders fan radio hotline 909-345-3346 yep. or email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com but also on social media now fire away and Jeff will be in on that and oh, of yeah. course in anything he'll he'll get that stuff to us and whatever but but anyways we're going to try to even be more active and we do a pretty good job about being active to begin with yeah. but we're going to be even more active now so, yes. so thank you to you for what you've done already on that uh, we've already noticed an uptick on all of our stuff well, good, as far as activity good, good. I'm glad. you know likes and shares and all that since you've done it so thank yeah, you very much yeah 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 no problem i've already uh uh, I think I think I've upset Uncle Masha a little bit. I've already. <laughs> oh, what'd you do? Well, I told I, I I posted on this on the Raiders fan radio page that uh, that Swag Jeff is just oh, a yeah. younger, slimmer version of Uncle Mosh. <laughs> and I don't think he took well to that. No, he didn't like that. No, well, that's he, all right. He's he's okay. in, he's he's on his fishing trip. He can't do anything. That's right. right. And now. he's and you're not at his desk. You've got your no, own. Desk. No, no, no. You've I've got, got my the, own stuff. You got the Southern Annex there. That you're. Uh, hey, well, do you have the video yeah. of Uncle Mosh? Do you want to show that oh, to the gosh. listeners real quick? Uncle Mosh sent us this video. Uncle Mosh is not. Here this week because he's out fishing, and uh, he sent us a video of him uh, literally flopping with the fishes, and he asked us if we would share it on the show. Yes. You got it right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. for those of you that are on the YouTube, you can watch. Yeah, they, yeah it's Kim. riveting radio for people. Riveting that radio. Like- we'll, we'll probably cut this from the radio <laughs> version, but yeah, on the. So there you go. Go ahead, Jeff. All right. So there you go. Here's here's Uncle Mosh. I don't know if you can kind of like. There's Uncle Mosh flopping around on the deck on the fish <laughs> on the dock. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look, there's Uncle Mosh flopping around with the fishes. This, this is this is my family. This is what. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's awesome. All right, talk to us about the significance <laughs> of 131, Jeff. Okay, 131. Uh, I, I took it upon myself this week to, to find it. I, you Murph, did actually. Murph didn't even have to ask me for this. this hey, yeah, I'm telling you, you I, I'm trying yeah. to do my part. I'm trying, <laughs> yeah, I'm try, yeah, I'm trying to keep my spot here on Raiders Fan Radio. So, episode 131. Uh, we're gonna. Uh, uh, 
we're pretty much done with dates now, right? I mean, it's hard it, to find dates. Yeah, it's, it's hard, hard to, to get to, you know, because yeah. there's not a lot going on in, in uh, you know, one. Th- well, yeah, because you can't go well, past to, 31. Yeah. So today would have been the last day for dates because there's not a 32nd there's day the, in any the, month. Right. <laughs> no. And it's <laughs> going to be even, a long time before we get to 201. Oh, I know. Right. Uh, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. So, yeah. So no so, more dates. Yeah. But but so we're, we, we didn't go date this time. We didn't go date. Uh, no, we're going. But we are going back to 1976. Ah, the best year. Go ahead. Oh, it was such a good year. Uh, John Madden. Coaches the team to a thirteen and one season, one three one, uh, a nearly perfect season. Beautiful. Um, leads us into the playoffs. Uh, we smoke New England, then go and just cream the Pittsburgh. What 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 what, what, what Uncle Mosh call them? The, the Stinklers. The Stinklers. The Stinklers. <laughs> yeah. We crush the Pittsburgh Stinklers. Stinklers. Twenty four to seven in the AFC Championship game, and then go on to uh, to. Uh, Take care of business against the the Vikings. Vikings, thirty-two yeah. to fourteen to win the first Super Bowl in Oakland Raider history. Beautiful man, I love that's it. Good stuff. Thirteen and one. Is yeah, one, man. Three, one. That's a solid one, Jeff. That's the first time we've ever gone to record. So well done. Well, yeah. Well done. Yeah. That's that's good stuff. <laughs> that's good stuff. All right. So uh, uh, appreciate all of you joining us. As you know. Um, Every week here, uh, not only do we refer our uh, episode number to something significant in the history of the Raiders, but we also like to give out respect. You know, we don't do shout outs. That's right. That's we don't right. do shout outs. We don't do props. Nothing wrong with those things, but we do a little bit of thing. Uh, we do a little hey, thing right called hey, respect. Hey, hey. Hey. In fact, uh, we got a nice respect uh, graphic that just when Johnny made us. Did you ever see that? No. I need to, I need to get that blown up, but we'll put that up behind you for your yeah, shot. You do. It's, uh, uh, it's the Godfather font. And it's the, uh, you know, which is like the marionette-looking yeah. thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, But instead of Godfather, it says respect. That's right? awesome. It's awesome. And then the hand that's controlling the marionette thing has a Super Bowl ring on oh. it. Oh, it's, it's, I'm got, all about that. It's got chills. That's, yeah, you it's, did. It's so cool. It's so that's cool. Anyway, awesome. I love it. So we do respect around here. And uh, so I want to give respect to uh, a, a group of people and then one uh, person in particular. So in terms of the group, I want to give much respect to those of you that have been buying your Raiders Fan Radio t-shirts yes, thank and you. sending us pictures. Um, in our opener on the YouTube show, we have a, a, a kind of a, a, a montage of people wearing their Raiders fan radio shirts, and we've started to get now more pictures of people wearing yes. the new shirt. We got, um, uh, um, uh, oh gosh, uh, who was it that sent it to us? Uh, Stevie sent it to us from, yeah. from Scotland. Yep. Uh, we just saw we, King Louie posted one. King Louie just posted one. So keep those coming in. Uh, yeah. We've got Kevin the Raider nerd. I know we've gotten one from him. Yep. Keep those coming in uh, as you're wearing your shirts because we're going to make up a new montage or at least um, modify the existing one. But yes. anyways, so much respect to you guys that are sending us your pictures. Keep them coming. Uh, Jeff will be on the lookout for those in your yes, social media. Yes, yes. And we'll put them on our Instagram and stuff, right? We'll share them oh, there. Yeah. Like, oh, all yeah. Over the place. Absolutely. So, so definitely send us that. So thank you to those of you and much respect to you. All right. And then in terms of the Raiders themselves, Jeff, uh, one of the topics we had on the show a few months ago was one of what is the most, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not impactful, but the most uh, significant, say, number in yeah. Raiders history in terms of player jerseys. Yes. And we talked about 75. We talked about double zero. We talked, talked about, about 60. 60. For Uncle Mosh. Mosh and Otis Sistro. Who else do you need? Yeah. Uh, we talked about 12 because that's Gannon. That's Stabler, right? Yes. Uh, but 24 was the one that we all landed on. You know, it's always been the one I've thought of. Right? Because it's it's Willie Brown. 
Yep. It's Marshawn Lynch. It's, it's uh, Charles, Charles Woodson. Woodson. Uh-huh. And now, Jeff, it's Jonathan Abram. Yes. And so we were talking about that idea that he would have to, you know, kind of embrace this legacy. Yeah, he's got a lot number. to live up to. A lot to live up to. You know, Michael Huff was no slouch. That's, uh, that's yeah. A, that's a joke, but uh, <laughs> but there's, but but seriously though, like you know that it just kind of adds that extra level. But he's not only willing to embrace this now from when we hear from Jonathan, but he's also very aware of it. And yeah. So I got some audio here for you uh, that is uh, Jonathan Abram talking about the significance of wearing number twenty four. Giving you the number 24, it really means something. And in this organization, so many Hall of Famers, Charles Woodson, a future Hall of Famer, uh, have worn that number. What does it mean to you to be wearing that number in silver and black? It means the world to me, you know. Like I said, some big shoes to fill, some big steps to follow, and, you know, a lot of greats, like you said, Charles Woodson, even Marshawn Lynch, you know, he's mm-hmm. going to go down as one of the greatest to ever play, you know, one of the greatest running backs ever. You know, the standard has been set, you know, and so I have to uphold that standard. I love it. That's Pretty awesome. Pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, good stuff there. You know, he's aware of it. He's he's ready to to, to take on the, the I don't know if you call it pressure, but just, the, again, significance, it's man. Just, it's, yeah, it's a legacy, it's man. A big, 24 is a legacy 24 in, in, with is a the, legacy. the Oakland Raiders, you know? Absolutely. It, it really is. So what do you, now you're a, you're a newer fan. I yeah. will say that. You're not a brand new fan anymore. You're a newer fan. And, yeah. And I'll give you a lot of, I will give you respect for this, too. You've been doing your homework. You've been learning been a lot to. about. The I've, team. I've really been trying to. You have, man. You've learned a lot about the team. So, what do you think about the idea that the Raiders don't retire numbers? So you can have this like the buildup of a legacy. Like you look at other teams, they may have a legacy of a number, but it's singular, right? So, right, because it's just you know, and there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. But uh, but with the Raiders, you build over time yeah. with multiple. Uh, uh, you know, what, so what do you think? I, I like the fact that they don't retire the numbers because honestly, I think it probably makes some people play better. You know, uh, hey, yeah. you know, I mean, you look at a guy like Jonathan Abrams. He's not going to slouch because he's playing for Charles Woodson. He's playing for Marshawn Lynch. He's playing for Willie Brown. He's playing for these guys. You know, I yeah. mean, you know, the next person to wear a number 12, you know, they, they might think the same thing. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, or, or yeah, it's 32 huge. or, or yeah, 34. Exactly, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. That's good stuff, man. Cool. Right on. Well, um, so anyway, so much respect to uh, to Jonathan Abram. Yes. And uh, all right, man, let's go ahead and jump into some news. This is Kevin, the Raider nerd, live at the Oakland Raiders tailgate. Raiders! We got, we got Gorilla Rillis. They got uh, Uncle Marsh and Mark. I love you guys. Much love from the black hole, baby. Just win. All right. Appreciate all of you joining us here on Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate the chat. Uh, A lot of cool uh, discussion going on in there. First off, at Raiders Fan Radio is our Instagram. We had a question about that. Uh, You can find pretty much all of our social media is at Raiders Fan Radio of whatever incarnation on on Twitter and Instagram and Uh all that. I think on Facebook, it's Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. I think it is. I think it's something like that. But if you just search for Raiders Fan Radio, you can find it. Yeah. Um, So so I appreciate you all asking about that. Also, a little discussion in there uh, about hard knocks. Um, I don't think the formal announcement has come down yet about what team has been selected. No. The latest rumors are that the Lions are kind of the front runner, which really? is shocking because you would think the Raiders are the Raiders are hot knocks. Hard knocks, yeah, absolutely. I, I think. 
Yeah, like they're built for this, considering all the different personalities for that we've added in from not only yes. all of the rookies, but adding Perfect, adding Brown, adding now Richie Incognito. Oh, yeah. Like you look at the, I mean, there's a lot of uh, opportunity. That'd be, that'd be good TV for Heck sure. Heck yeah. Plus, for you sure. got a, a, a coach and a GM that aren't strangers to the camera. Yeah. Like it's just, you would think that it would, the Raiders, the leader in the clubhouse, but apparently they're they're talking to the to the Lions. I guess Matt Stafford's a little compelling, maybe Matt Patricia, but. I mean, but for the most part, man, I got to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds great. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough, man. I know, yeah. right? All right. So, um, but something that is compelling, Jeff, there's another segue as we call hey, it. Hey, hey, Something that is compelling is uh, the new stadium. Yes. We got a new stadium. So you became an Oakland Raiders fan, but you're only going to be an Oakland Raiders fan for a year. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby, Vegas. They are quickly, uh, everything is uh, unfolding, and uh, the stadium is 100% on track, at least with for all intents and purposes. It's, it's, it's pretty darn close to being on track. Um, so a couple things that we're going to play here in a minute. We're going to play uh, some sound from one of the Vegas reports. Um, yes. Uh, Fox Five, Fox Five in Vegas. Hey, yeah, and hey, so we're gonna hear KVBQ. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna hear from the Fox Five <laughs> folks. Every time I say stuff like that, it makes me think of Anchorman. Like, oh yeah, like, I, I just you know I don't think of like Brick, Brick Tamlin. Uh-huh. You know, what I mean? but um, so I'm anyway. Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost said a bad word there. I was going to go with the... Uh, uh, yeah, that's why I didn't say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't say it. But you know what? F you, San Diego. We are fully hey, okay hey, with that. Hey, yeah, yeah, I'm we, all about that. We're all about that. Yeah, and the Chargers. Um, but so, uh, and oh, or because of the Chargers, I should say. Oh, not, yeah. not Well, I actually love San Diego. No, it's a great place. Just hate the Chargers. Um, but uh, are, we, are we allowed to like them now? Are, are we allowed to like that town now since they're back in L.A.? Well, I've always liked San Diego. I just never liked the football team that played there. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. I like we have a lot of listeners in San Diego. Yeah. yeah Mojo. Yeah. My both my parents are from San Diego. Yeah. And your brother was stationed down there. He was. Speaking of he, Mojo in the Navy, wasn't yeah. your brother down there? Yeah, yeah. He was down yeah. there for, for several yeah. years. So no, yeah. San Diego's beautiful. We're fine with San Diego. It's just yes. a football team. Anyway, so so that's it. So the Raiders are going to Vegas. We got this stadium, this big giant one point eight four billion dollar oh stadium that's being it's gonna built. It's gonna be amazing. Um so a couple of things, and you'll hear it in the uh, in the in this report. But a couple of things I want to touch on that are interesting, and I want to get your perspective on yeah. this. Um, number one was the initial criticism about the way that the plan was for the stadium was that it was going to have limited parking. Okay, and you'll see here, Jeff, as we this season unfolds. One of the things that Raider Nation is famous for is our tailgates. When you right. go to the Oakland tailgate, it is absolutely top-notch, next level. It's unlike anything else in any yeah. other tailgate. We got a taste of it in Nashville a couple of years ago. Abju- we went to we went to a, a Raiders-Titans game, and, I mean, first off, there were more Raider fans than there were Titans fans here, but the tailgate was amazing. The tailgate was amazing. Raider Nation knows how to throw a party. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt. And so... Um, so a lot of the concern from the fans was that there wasn't going to be enough parking. There wasn't going to be enough opportunity for us to have the tailgate. And Mosh and I were saying, well, you know, the tailgates, (laughs) go, go go ahead. Go ahead. Mosh jr. Mosh is in there. No, he's not. Yes, he is. (laughs) (laughs) He said, I'm always watching you. (laughs) Well, then I guess it's, it's legal for you to be laughing in the middle of me talking. It was really him. Uh, Yeah, it was, it was, it was a scared laugh though. It was a scared. (laughs) I just, you sound a little nervous. Well, yeah. Okay. So, uh, but Mosh and I were saying that, you know, the tailgate is, 
it's not going to be as important to be in the parking lot because your tailgate's going to be at Caesars or the Bellagio or oh, where. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's where your tailgate's going to be. Well, rest easy, Raider Nation. They actually, the Raiders here recently, have actually bought up some more real estate around the facility. Oh, good. And they are going to have more parking. So good. you're going to get both. So you're going to be able to have what we're used to in terms of the typical tailgate for a Raider game, plus if you want to hang out at the casino and take a shuttle in or an Uber or whatever, oh, yeah. you can do that as well. So it's really best of both worlds. So I'm proud of the team and proud of, of, of the, the stadium authority and everybody involved for setting that up. Yes. So you're going to hear them talk about that. The other thing they're going to talk about and something I want your perspective on is that there's a bridge now that goes from where the strip is over the interstate to where the stadium is going to be. Okay. Okay. It's called the Hacienda bridge and it's, Right now, it's for like uh, vehicle traffic. Okay. Okay. On and they were talking about building a pedestrian exclusive bridge, but instead they're going to take this hacienda bridge and convert it on game days to be a pedestrian bridge. And immediately, what's it make me think of is what it's like in Nashville, yeah. where we have the pedestrian bridge that goes from downtown over to the to the stadium. Tell Raider Nation how cool. That is, and what maybe we could expect on game days. Well, it's it's yeah, it's awesome. So so what what they do here in Nashville is they got the pedestrian bridge. So so you walk over there for the game, and they, that's where all your the parking lots are. That's where all the tailgating happens and stuff like that. But when you leave the game, so you can park over downtown, and when you leave, you just have this sea of people going downtown, and it's so cool. And I can only imagine what it's going to be like in Vegas. I mean, you're going to walk across and you're going to see all that stuff. I mean, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be epic. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. So uh, look forward to that. So anyway, so let's get to the audio. So here is Flux 5 KVVU hey. Vegas. <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders Stadium is a little more than 50% done. The last half of the construction will wrap up in 436 days. But who's counting? Everyone still wants to know about the parking. No, Fox 5 Sports reporter Vince Sapienza is at today's meeting. He's here to update us on the progress. Christine, John, parking is the issue everybody's talking about. We will get to that. But the biggest takeaway tonight is the $1.84 billion stadium project is getting a little bit more expensive. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been assured that the stadium is on time and on budget. But the interest the Raiders here have in Vegas is very much ahead of schedule. This is about good news, not bad news. It's about good news. Raiders staff were all smiles Thursday night as they announced to the Stadium Authority Board they were adding another $40 million to the nearly $2 billion project. Sales of PSLs and suites and club seats and sponsorships exceeding our, our budgeted uh, performance and continuing at a very, very robust uh, pace, which then means that we have funding available to do some additional things that weren't originally planned. With that money, the Raiders will now create a North End Zone Field Club section that will seat 700 to 800 more fans. They'll add a total of 20 new suites between two levels, along with expanding the security perimeter outside the stadium. The project remains on budget. It was not a heavy discussion point this time around, but Don Webb, chief operating officer for the stadium, did bring up parking. We're in the process of finalizing a comprehensive transportation plan, including on-site and dispersed parking, and I've descri described our philosophy in terms of dispersing the parking. We have been actively uh, acquiring real estate near uh, the stadium, which we intend to develop and devote uh, to parking. One such current acquisition will more than double the parking that we currently control. 
Webb says the team is also looking to lease nearby property and partner with neighborhood businesses to create a parking co-op. He and his staff will make their parking plan public in June. Uh, our goal is to make sure that that has a uniform look and feel and marketing and pricing and all, security, all the rest, so that it becomes a seamless experience for the uh, Raiders fan or the concert goer. Now also discussed was the Hacienda overpass located just south of the stadium. The team says they're looking to make that a pedestrian exclusive path on game days, and they expect 20 to 25,000 Raider fans to utilize that on game days. And Man. How about That's that? Awesome. Twenty to twenty-five thousand fans. So picture that convoy. Oh my god! That just you know that herd of Raider fans uh, walking across that bridge, man, back and forth, man. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna I be amazing. Just scream! Can you imagine that many people go Raider? Oh my just, gosh! Like, it's gonna be awesome. Now it's a little bit. You get that a little bit at the at the, uh, the Oakland games. Now there's a. Uh, when you take BART, which is the, the train in, right. uh, when you take it up from Fremont or wherever south of the stadium, it it goes right up. Jeff, you haven't been there, but you, for those of you that, that, that don't know, um, it goes right next to the stadium. So you literally like take a train. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like a, a passenger train. It's not like a, you know, whatever. It's just like, yeah. a, like a commuter train, right? Yeah. So you take it and it goes right next to the stadium and then there's a walkway. And there's a walkway, and it goes over some other railroad tracks, and it goes right up to the second deck of the stadium okay. on the backside of the stadium. It's really cool. So um, so that walkway, it gets a little wild back and forth, right? Sure, sure. But it's, that's not twenty to 25,000 people. That's no. like a few thousand people at a time going across this thing. You know, the trains let out. You know what I mean? So it's going to be crazy. Oh, the sea, uh, the sea of fans that are going to come across oh, for the – Oh, be my awesome. gosh. That's going to be, be legit. so sweet. Yeah, that's going to be legit, man. I'm excited. You know, we all – we don't want the Raiders to be in Oakland and be in the Bay Area of some sort. And, you know, look, if they're not going to be, then it, it's just, you know, I'd rather them be in Vegas than a lot of other places. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not a knock against those other places that were in the mix. It's just that, you know, Vegas is the entertainment capital of the world, man. And Absolutely. so what a better place to, to have your football team play. So Yeah. So looking forward to that. Uh, and, uh, man, sales have been going good already. People are buying up all the tickets. Yeah. So it's going to it's gonna be good stuff. So fun. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, that's all we got on the stadium. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what's going on on the field right now for the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. So today they uh, they, they actually just announced that um, – what? What? You're pointing at me. Yeah. You got to hit the button. Well, I wasn't done. Hit the button. I wasn't done. Oh, you're, you're not done? No, we're talking news. Oh, you want to do more news? Oh, my gosh. We need you're to get, killing me. We need to get you. You're killing me. What? Go ahead. I'm going to boo you. I'm going to boo you. You can't boo me on my own show. You can't boo me in my own house, man. No, we're going to talk news. Haven't I been booed enough? Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. You're killing me. No, so we're going to talk more Raider news. Oh, awesome. Okay. Let's talk Raider news. Was that on the rundown? Well, I wrote it in. It was. You did. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you on. are. Okay. So. <laughs> hey, how about this? Let's uh, ready. Hey, Jeff, you got any other news for us in hey, regards to the Raiders? Yeah. Hey. So, so just announced today, the Oakland Raiders and Green Bay Packers will be playing in Winnipeg this year, which is pretty cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, week three in the preseason, so we're going to be going down there. Uh, not we. I, I don't think I'm going to be making the trip to Winnipeg. No, no, but, I don't uh, think I'll be making them. Yeah, but, but 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 our Oakland Raiders are going to be down in Winnipeg, and it's actually uh, we're, we're we're setting an NFL record with this. So this year we're going to be in three different countries playing this year. First time in the history, First time in the history of, the of the NFL, a team has played three games in three separate countries. Yes. So we're going to be in London. Or, yes. Well, not London's not a country. We're going to be in England uh -huh. for the for the for the Bears game. Then we're going to be in Canada 
for uh, the it's week three against the Packers, uh-huh. and then uh, and then here in the good old U.S. of A. for the rest of them. Yeah, pretty cool. It's sweet. Very cool. Uh, so I uh, wonder if uh, Aaron Rodgers could be chugging any beers before that game. Oh my gosh, we were just ro- watching that on Rich Eisen. That, that was insane. <laughs> the news that's blowing up, him calling out other quarterbacks for saying, you know, well, I guess if you can chug beer better than me, that's the one thing you can do better than me. <laughs> Holy cow! Out of boy, Aaron. Oh, oh my gosh, that's awesome. He's making a run at him. I yeah, love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and the the other thing in uh, in in uh, I guess not really Raider news, but NFL news is uh, there's been a lot of talk of uh, cutting a couple preseason games. Yeah, yeah. So what which, do you think? Which has been talks. They've been talking about it for for how many years? They've been talking about doing this for cut. Uh, you know, I think that if they cut the preseason games, we'll see more of the scrimmages. Like if speaking of the Lions, right? Like we squid would scrimmage the Lions, and it's a you know, and it's a full on. Uh, you know, the scrimmage and it's, it's not, it's almost like a preseason game, right? right? Like there's a lot of elements of it that are, that are very, very similar. And so now the coaches are talking about, look, cut our preseason games. We'll go ahead and schedule some scrimmages up yeah. and, and we'll, and we'll be good. Now the downside of that is that if they get that, then the next thing they'll be doing is looking to add regular season games. And, you know, cause the only right. way they're going to milk this turn up any more than that turn up being network television is by adding dates because right. there's not, not really much left else the league can do to maximize TV revenue other than to just create more of it. Right. Well, they're not they're not going to cut two preseason games and lose that money. They're going to add something. Whether, you know, a lot of people have been talking about, you know, well, they're going to add two more regular season games, one more, uh, they, yeah, I think they ought to extend the playoffs. That would be my vote too. I think that if the, if you're going to if you're going to do it, add in another wild card. You know, their goal is to get deeper into February. Right. That's their goal is to get is is to get it towards uh, really the middle or even d- towards the end of February. Yeah. Um, I think you you're better to do that by 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 scheduling additional playoff opportunities I, I th- I than so. adding games because I you know and. Some of the detractors will say that, well, if you add two more games, then it's going to mess up the records. Well, you know, you just what did we just get done leading the show with? Thirteen and one regular season. Yeah. So you know, well into the Super Bowl era, we had fourteen game regular seasons. Yeah. Then we went to sixteen, and now they're looking to maybe go to eight. I I think that's the lesser of the issue. Yeah, I'm fine with sixteen. You know, and uh, you know, and and I hear people talking about it on on the local radio station. I've seen it online, stuff like that, and everyone. Well, you know, they'll add the regular season games. I honestly love the way that like the NHL and like the NBA do it. Bring in a couple more uh, wild card teams and get rid of the first round buys. That's what I think. Oh, I like it. So you get rid of the first round buys and then you set it up. You do a one eight two seven three six four five, and then you do it that way. That way you get two more teams in each conference into the playoffs. So you bring you bring sixteen total teams into the playoffs, which you know I mean I guess is half the league. But I I think it's awesome. I think it'd be a cool idea. Yeah, I think that's a, that would be a great. I talk more in your microphone. I'm losing oh, you a little bit on that. There you go. Sorry, that's okay. <laughs> so I was trying to do it discreetly. You're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Talking to your mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say another bad joke. Anyways, yeah, 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 talk, yeah, talk yeah. more in your microphone. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I think that's a great idea. I think it's uh, it's a great idea. And you know, how many times have we seen, you know criticism well there you go we were just talking about how um the raiders in 2016 the year that that Derek got hurt what did we finish we finished 12 and 4 right yes we were a wild card team 
you know, who's Kansas City won the division that year. Yeah. Because uh, they had a tiebreaker. With a tiebreaker. Right? Yeah, because yeah, okay. they beat us both times. Absolutely. So um, there are plenty of opportunities where teams with winning records have wild cards. And then, and so there, there's more than just one or two teams. Like there could be an opportunity to be a third team or yeah. fourth or whatever the heck they decide to do. So I'm with you on that. I think that would be a good, a good, a good idea uh, to extend it versus adding more regular season games, which, because here's the other thing. And the last thing I'll say about it, um, by adding the regular season games, they're also talking about the players unions response would be resting players. Right. So if you think about it, they would like, almost require it. Yeah. And so if you think about like how the NBA works, you know, sometimes LeBron James just gets the night off. Yeah. Sometimes he's just in his street clothes and, you know, or, and all players are like that. They sure. just get time off. Well, how much would it suck if, you know, we're going to the Raiders Patriots game and Brady's in his street clothes on the sideline because it's his week off. Right. Or, or the op- or the opposite. You know, I mean, if we're, you know, we need our top players to play, you know, okay, well, sorry, it's it's Derek Carr and A.B. are both sitting out tonight. Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah, yeah. I know I'm with you. Yeah, and I brought up the, 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 the Brady example in a way that, like, not because, like, ooh, I want to go see Tom. It's more like, I want to beat Tom. Yeah, like, we, I don't want him to not be on the field. You want to you want to beat him the, at their best. Yes, exact. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like, so it would r- almost knock down a notch the significance yeah. of some of the regular season well, and games, and that's the beauty of the NFL yeah. is that every game is so freaking well, important. Well, and and, and you, when you look at it too, you know, if you're on a seven eight game win streak, you don't want to change nothing. You want the guys to wear the same. The same underwear <laughs> yeah, they've been wearing. You yeah, want them to yeah. eat the same meals. You want them to do the same thing, and then you throw in something like that. It, yeah, it, it completely. You know, I mean, it, it throw you off your game. Absolutely, absolutely. Good stuff, Jeff. Okay. Saddle up, little buckaroos. Raiders fans are for life. Other podcasts have taken the long dirt nap, but you've got Raiders fan radio. We're the wagon you've hitched your horses to. Mosey along with us as we ride out of the light and ride off into the dark side. All right. So I'm trying to play as much mosh as I can tonight. As He's, I've been left in charge of the soundboard uh, for those of you at home. And 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 Mosh isn't here. He's 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 abusing me a little bit in the chat. He's abusing you a little bit, but that's uh, okay. not not too bad. Not too not, bad. Not, I not I too abused bad. him too. I told him to leave me alone because I'm busy doing his job. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's out playing. Well, you know, it's funny. Last episode, he had virtual Jeff. Like, he, he he did. He did. He's got you on the soundboard Murph, there. I, I, what are you thinking? Yeah, there you go. Got and then he's got this. Oh, what? Uncle Mosh. You're the smartest man alive. Well, of course, yeah. So he preloads that. Oh my that. gosh! Yeah. yeah, he did. So, well, so you you got virtual, or he had virtual Jeff. Well, I have virtual Mosh. Do you? Yeah. The Greeks used to wrestle naked for crying out loud, and there wasn't nothing homo in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. We've all hit the cough syrup bottle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh my gosh, that needs to be on my board. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Those are old, man. Those are from way, 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 way back. That's it's, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. And you know what? I, you know what's funny about that? I have no idea what the context of that was. It doesn't matter. I don't know what it, it was. It doesn't matter. I just know that I have Uncle Mosh talking about oh, the, the Greeks wrestling. Each I other. love it. All right, so uh, um, I don't have a good segue into mandatory mini camp. So I'm yeah, just sorry. Yeah, Let's slam just, on the yeah. brakes from one and and then move into the other and. Uh, so mini camp this week was the uh, was the June fifth and, and June June sixth. This is the mandatory version when all the players are expected to show up. And you know, Jeff, the past few weeks, I feel like we've been really offense heavy. We've been talking a lot about Derek Carr. Uh, yeah. We've been talking a lot about Josh Jacobs, and for good reasons. I mean, oh yeah, you know, but we talk a lot about Antonio Brown. Well, this week I wanted to. Do what we call a paradigm shift, Jeff. We were going to shift our paradigm into the defense this week. So let's talk a little bit about the defense. Uh, and when we talk about the defense, the additions have been awesome. Now, we've got, our, of course, our, our draft additions, like we've talked about uh, with Jonathan Abram earlier, then, of course, Trayvon Mullen and whatnot. Uh, but we did a lot of work in the offseason in free agency, in, in acquiring some fantastic vets uh, to, to come in and uh, Brandon Marshall yes. um, to go along with Tier Whitehead and also brought in Vontez Perfect, right, mm-hmm. to go along with, with Whitehead and all three of those guys playing uh, an assemblance of interior, you know, a little bit outside linebacker. Yeah. Um, is going to be awesome. I'm, I'm fired up for our I'm linebacking core. I'm fired up, man. More so than I have been in a long time. Our linebacking core has been weak for – a long time since Kirk Morrison, Thomas Howard, and and uh, and Robert Thomas. It was, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, so I'm excited about these guys. So I want to focus on them a little bit. So let's first off, let's listen to uh, what Brandon Marshall had to say uh, after the first uh, practice. I cannot imagine what it's like after playing for the Denver Broncos for six years to finally Brandon Marshall. Be coming off the field after wearing a Raider jersey. I mean, this isn't a press conference anymore. You're actually a Raider wearing Raider gear. What's that like? Oh, man, it was crazy. At first, it was kind of weird, you know, not putting on the orange and blue. But I think, you know, the black and silver looks good on me. Um, I'm sure it looks good on everybody. So, you know, I'm excited to be here. Um, I know they're excited to have me, and, I'm, you know, I can't wait to win. I know it is only May, and these are only OTAs, and not everybody is there. But what's it like in that locker room, on that field, with all the personalities that you have? Antonio <laughs> Brown and Vontez Perfect and Richie Incognito. And let's face it, your coach yeah. as well, Brandon. Hey, it's great. It's funny, actually. It's hilarious. You know, everybody, you know, is their own person. And, and you know, the coaches allow everybody to be them. You know, just as, just as long as everybody gets the work done, just as long as everybody shows up and, uh, you know, uh, is a good teammate. So... You know, I think it's great. I think we have a lot of talent, man. We just, you know, we just got to put it together. For those yeah. who don't know, the Broncos come to Oakland on Monday night for week one. Have you allowed yourself while sitting in Bay Area traffic at least once to daydream about that game? Oh, I daydream about it every day. Every day, man. <laughs> I can't awesome. wait. Love it. You know, it's not, it's not going to take long for me to see my old teammates, um, you know, see my old organization. You know, I can't wait. You know, um, you know I think it's going to be a hell of a game. You know, I see us winning. I told some guys, I went back to Denver not too long ago. You know, I told some of them guys that we was going to beat them. So, um, you know, we'll see. No, circle it. Week number one. And let's hope that we have the Hard Knocks cameras. This is just my opinion here. Leading up to that game week one in August as well. Brandon Marshall, linebacker for the Oakland Raiders. Thank you, sir. Good luck. Thanks for having me. Good stuff, huh? I love it, man. I love it, That's man. That's awesome. I love it. I love the way he's owning his his uh, 
his his team now in a yeah. way that, you know what I mean wasn't speaking reverently of the Broncos it no. was just it was all about just uh, a matter to, of fact can't yeah wait to go beat them yep you know yep. what I mean they're, that's, yeah it's, they're the enemy now absolutely uh-huh. that's, that's good stuff there so yep. appreciate uh Brandon Marshall appreciate him embracing the silver and black and the yeah. culture of the Raiders man this is uh that's good stuff that's what you want and you know what I like too in that in those comments is that they talked about kind of the you know the diversity and personalities that are now on this football team yes it reminds me a lot of of and and you're hip enough to it now after kind of learning a little bit about the history of this team that's it's kind of a look back to what the team used to be yeah back in the day man even in you know even when i say back in the day even more so than just you know we always refer back to the 70s raiders that's the easy one to go to sure that's the you know talk about you know diversity and personality i mean you had you know they were nuts. You know oh, what I mean? They yeah, were absolutely, absolutely nuts. And absolutely. And in the most beautiful way, like they were great. Um, but when you look at Gruden's first run with the team, we also had that. You also had a lot of personalities. You had you know, Charles Woodson, you yeah. had Sebastian Janikowski, you, you had uh, Bill Romanowski. Absolutely. You had like, you know what I mean? Like there was also a lot going, even Gannon, man, it was fiery and had yep. his own thing going on. And, yep. um, so that's, that's very signature to the Raiders and to Gruden. And so I love it that Marshall sees that and that it right now, and granted it's only OTAs and minicamp and all that, but it's working. Well, the, yeah, they see it now. They see what they're building and they're all in on it. Absolutely. You know, I love it. I love it. And I, I, we got a quote from Brandon Marshall too, uh, saying, you know, why he why he decided to come to the Raiders, what what sold them on the Raiders. Gruden and them apparently, they, they sold Vegas to him. You know, they said, hey, oh. hey man, you know, hey, it, we're going to sign you for a one-year deal, but we want you back. We want you to come and help plant this flag here in Vegas. Oh, you know? how about that? They want him to be a part of this journey for a little while, and so I think that, you know, he's all about that. That's really cool. I like that. That's cool to even hear that, that that's even on the radar. Absolutely. Like that they're, they're, us- they're using that as a tool, and you should. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? You yeah. know, and we got a $1.84 billion stadium in the entertainment capital of the world. Exactly. Come, come play football yeah. here. Yeah, you want to come play with us? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty awesome. Uh-huh. All right. All right, so he's going to be lining up oftentimes next to Tahir Whitehead. Um, Tahir was a, uh, a great addition uh, last year. He's been an awesome Raider. We've heard a lot of cool stories about Tahir off the field. Um, a lot of the, the – we, we got a, a guy on one time, Jeff. I don't know if you heard the episode or not. The guy that had his car broken down on the side of the road and some guy pulls up and asks him if he needed help and gives him a ride it's tear whitehead like right like on. this is just like a good guy just a right good dude just yeah. a good guy and so uh anyway so let's go ahead and uh and check in with tear i think i I've learned a great deal of the system you know the, that experience right there last year just basically basically playing 100 percent of the snaps allowed me to really grasp the system and understand the ins and outs of everything so now when we're out there you know I'm communicating with Montez and he's like okay dang like you know you you got it you know so it's not like either one of us like we're not taking on the, the brunt of the work you know the whole thing and you know taking on that all all that stress you know we divvying it up and then we're allowed <laughs> we're um you know, we're just breaking it up to make it easy on everyone. It's like, look, you give this call, you you handle these checks, I handle the other. So then everything works a lot smoother. You know, Jeff, uh, something that we've talked about often on this show, and that, and I and I I want to keep hammering on it because I think it's important that you could hear it right there in his comments about how him and Perfect are working together, and the benefit of having two veterans and the shorthand in their communication. And the shorthand in not only their communication with each other, 
but to the rest of the team. And when you bring in players like this, and this is why guys like Reggie Nelson hung around for so long, even though we didn't, we didn't really care for the, some of his execution on the field, you get these guys in there that are so ingrained with the system. They're so ingrained with what it takes to be an NFL athlete. They're so ingrained with this stuff that it, it, you, you shorten the learning curve so much that you can improve rapidly. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm hearing when I hear those comments and hear him talking about him and Perfect already being on the same page. Yeah. That's what you get. At and OTAs. I mean, right, right away. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Exactly. At OTAs. So uh, I think we got a lot to be excited about uh, when it comes to the to the linebacking core and to the defense as a whole this year. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, we heard him mention uh, uh, Vontez there. And so let's go ahead and, uh, and check in with Perfect and hear his comments after practice. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Like I said, we're, we're football players. We understand the game. All of us are smart, so we're talking different terminology, and we all understand what the guy's talking about. So, you know, it's instead of not saying playing with a rookie's bad, but having a veteran next to you and you can just give them a simple clue, they understand what you're saying because you don't have to give them a whole sentence breaking down. Um, like like today with Tahir, um, we had a simple play. He helped me out with a call. We took related to the defensive lineman. And instead of me having to do all the calls, it kind of these are stuff off my plate. Awesome, isn't it? Yep, I love it. Yeah, I love it, stuff. working together. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. All right, so uh, coaching the defensive line this year, uh, Jeff is Brentson Buckner. Uh, Buckner, most famously, playing for the Panthers, had a long career in the league. Uh, I got to meet him at the Senior Bowl this last year. That's uh, so cool. Super you got good. to meet a bunch of guys. I got to meet a bunch of people at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I asked Buckner about how it felt kind of being out there. Uh, and he was like, man, I love it. He's like, this is, this is what I do, man. Like I just, he just loves being out there. Loves being with the guys. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of a, 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 a nice return for him. Um, but, uh, we're going to listen to some audio. They had him mic'd up, uh, th- this, this week. And, uh, you know, it's cool this year. They're doing a lot of these mic'd ups, right? Like we heard car and we've heard yes. other people yes. mic'd up. And so, and I, it's great it's, as fans, like it's, you know, like I remember as a kid, like I used to record, NFL films on VHS tapes and like and like the the sounds yeah. of the, they had the one episode every year called Sounds of the Season and that was always my favorite because it was like the coaches and the players and everybody mic'd up and like we're literally getting that every day yeah now yeah through Raiders.com. yeah we're on the field with the guys every yeah it's amazing it's at Raiders.com or their Instagram any of that yeah any place you can follow the Raiders check this stuff out it's great but anyway so let's check in with uh with coach Buckner as uh as he's coaching the guys and he's really getting after Max Crosby I love this <laughs> I did this I told y'all from day one no I told y'all day one for me I like if I'm ever mic'd up do this hey any flash of coming back you got to take him out the equation you can't let him get out Cause if it's a if it's a reverse, they got an extra blocker downfield. I ain't doing none of that. Y'all don't pay enough for me to come back and play. You get new ink and stuff. Can't wait to spend your money. God, you're spending money. Just can't. Just can't. You, you ain't got no. You ain't gonna have no more room. After a while, you don't look like Birdman for real. You gonna get them around your neck and your eyes, everything. Max, Max, what's all this? What's all that? Go. You sitting there trying to read? Go. You ain't even made a step toward the quarterback. There you go. Good job. Now run, 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 run. All right. We should always be coming off the ball. We should always be going. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink it. Just just go. We still got to run. We still, guys is not, are not running. You know, you're you playing a lot of thinking football. It's not that. No, it's run. It's run. That wonder lick don't mean 
now do it. When you went there and paid some money for somebody, $30,000 for them to teach you the wonder lick, you ain't used none of it yet, have you? It's basic. Run and go hit somebody in the mouth. All right? All right, so let's lock up. Oh, man, I That's love it. That's so sweet. That's f- I, I love those things. Aren't they that, great, yeah, man? Yeah, it's really, really cool. It's really cool. I love that. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny. You talk about the Wonder League test in there, you know, and it's like some things about football. Like, we can overcomplicate football to the highest levels, man. And, look, and it is a complicated sport, and there's a reason that it's, it's the, you know, it's all of our favorite sports. It's, a, you know, it's it's the most dynamic game. It's the, mo- it's the best team sport. There's, there's a lot of things going on in football. In NFL and professional football. Yeah. But at its core, run fast and go hit somebody. Yeah. Like, that's it. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like, I, uh-huh. I, I love yeah, well, to hear well, that. That goes back to the, the, the Madden three rules, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Be on time. Be on time. Pay, pay attention. attention. And, and, yeah, play like, like hell when I tell uh, you to. That's it, man. That's it. And that's that sounds like Coach Buckner's uh, yeah, definitely uh, reflecting that. So it's good stuff there. All right, one more for you. Uh, so the uh, that was our D-line coach, and then our defensive coordinator, the guy that runs the show, is uh, is Paul Gunther. And so, you know, you, these these clips I'm playing for you are from, like, eight, nine-minute interviews. Like, they're very, very long. Um, so I just kind of go through and pick out a couple of highlights, uh, some fun things and some good comments. And so uh, let's hear a couple from Coach Gunther. No coach goes into the season expecting to have a, have a bad year. Right. Um, did you learn? What did you think you learned about yourself and your philosophy and everything else about going through a year like you went through that? You, I'm sure you didn't expect. By far, my hardest year in coaching. But I, I, I just, I just felt like the the kind of players that we're looking for. We've added a lot, a lot of those guys um, throughout the draft and free agency. The guys that kind of fit what we're doing. Um, so those things, you know, right now in the NFL, everyone's, you know, hey, we're going to surprise everybody and all these great predictions. Right now, everybody feels great about their team. I'm just trying to get them better every day. Back there. He's smart. He's real smart. I'm, you know, he, from a rookie player with all the stuff the safeties have to know, uh, he's on top of it each and every day. So it's good to add him. Um, you know, when you're back there, as I stand back in the back of the defense, I hear him communicate. He doesn't sound like a rookie player. He sounds like a veteran player out there. So that's encouraging. How does um, Lamarcus fit into that safety group? He's in the slot a lot from the limited amount of time that we've been able to watch him. How's he going to fit in? Uh, well, we watched him a lot in his earlier years in, in, with the Rams, and I, I was always impressed with him um, at the nickel spot. And, and when he was available for us uh, to go in there, be a cover guy, understand the run fits, become a blitzer, he's a vocal guy out there, a great guy to have on your team really all around. But um, he's a perfect fit for me for the nickel spot, and that's what he's been working at. We haven't seen Brandon Marshall out there yet, but yep. between him here and, and Vontez and then the young guys, you know, your Markels and your Moros, how do you like kind of the way that, that you've got kind of two waves there where you've got the young guys that can learn from the veterans? It, it, it's good. You know, Brandon's going to be new. Obviously, Vontez has, has been in it and, and Tyre's been in it for a year. Uh, Markel and uh, some of the other guys, Moro and those guys, they've, they've come along. They understand the little details of everything way better than we were standing here a year ago. So that, to me, I'm now talking about the fifth level things instead of the first level things, which is as a coach is what you want. All right, there we go. Good stuff from Coach. Yeah, yeah that's that sums about that sums up about everything we've just been talking yeah, about. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, talking about the the vet guys kind of leading the young guys and you know kind of you know creating the vibe that they've got there on that defense and he's paying a lot of respect to Abram too. Lots, man. That's, yeah, he's you know. Jonathan Abram might end up being the steal in the draft. Oh, he might. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, of course, Farrell got all the attention being number one. Yep. Everybody was in love with the Josh Jacobs pick right. for both what he represents on and off the field. Right. Right. But Abram, that last yeah. pick, which is, 
Hmm. It's funny. Who who we trade for that pick? Hmm. I wonder. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder. That name that should not be spoken. But hey, how cool would it be if Abram comes through to 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 if he proceeds and progresses through his career and ends up being what we think he could be? Yeah. We forget that all about two four on his chest. Oh. <laughs> Holy cow! Makes you, hey, two, another four, two four great two four make you forget about five two real quick, right? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I saw someone post on, on Facebook the other day a five two jersey, yeah, and instead they changed they turned the M upside down to say whack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that, man. That's that so was cool. Pretty good, yeah, that's pretty good. That's funny. All right, good stuff. Hey, let's. Uh, well, you got anything else on the defense? Yeah, I'm, I'm fired up. That's really all the news we got. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless we got anything else, let's uh, let's get to the C fans mailbag. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He throws. It is. Appreciate everybody joining us in the chat tonight here on Murph's Fan Cave. You can find us at youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. I uh, can't scroll up, but uh, Tyrone Jenkins, I like it. Spooky, uh, Raider Ron Stratton, the Mater Raider, we call him, is in there. Ashton, South Bay Raider, uh, Running Bear, uh, Swag Jeff, who's that? Uh, Uncle hmm. Mosh is in there. Actually, Uncle Mosh isn't in there anymore, but he Yeah, was. he left. Uh, he left. I appreciate all of you joining us live. Best way to, uh, I think, engage with the show, uh, not only to call 909-345-3346 and leave us a message, uh, you can email the show at show at RaidersFanRito.com, but join us in the chat. The yes. chat is great. A lot of fun conversations uh, always going on in the chat right now. They're talking about nicknames. Talking yeah. about some, the, some uh, you know, the Raiders historically, again, going back to those 70s teams, have all the best nicknames. Assassin, Dr. Death, yes. um, the, Mad the, Stork, Kick uh -huh. Him in the Head, Ted, uh -huh. Twos, uh, The Man from Mars, Snake, Foo, go on and on and on, yeah. right? Uh -huh. There's lots of them. But they're talking about now for these Raiders with all these personalities, what are some of the nicknames that are out there? Uh, Antonio Brown, he's got Toe Tap Tony, which I uh -huh. like. That's a good uh -huh. one. Uh, Mr. Big Chest is another one of his. Yep. Um, yep. I think I like Toe Tap Tony is my favorite. That's so sweet. That's a, I like that's it. That's a great yeah, nickname. Yeah, that's a cool one. Uh, and then you got like Rocket Richard right. uh, is, is one uh, that they're, they're talking about in there. And there's not really a lot of other nicknames, uh -uh. I don't think. Well, uh, Does Carr have one? No, I don't think so. Uh-uh. Carr doesn't have one. That's surprising. Yeah. They ought to call him like the minister of the offense or something like oh, that. Because yeah. like, Reggie White was the minister of the defense. Yeah. So they ought to do like something like Can we can we start that? The minister of the offense? Minister of offense? Or nah, that sounds kind of funky. Minister yeah, of offensive minister. I don't know. We could we know what? Or just there, the minister. There, you know what? We ought to do that. Let's do a nickname content. We're just right off the top of the domes here. Yeah. We'll 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 come up with something more a little more uh formalized. But We'll do a giveaway for a Raiders fan radio shirt for the best Raider nickname for a current Raider player that doesn't have a nickname. And that's that's the key here. It can't be there might be an unheard of nickname that we don't know about or whatever. We got a, some, something that's brand new. Now like just yeah, like Yeah, not something that his mama calls him. Exactly. Like uh like we had um uh, we did our tagline contest last year yeah. where Emiliano won with what happens in, in uh, Vegas started in Oakland, which yeah. is phenomenal. It's amazing. We'll do the same thing. We'll, we'll, give, away a, we'll give away a Get Made t-shirt, and uh, and we'll do that. So, so best Raiders nickname, and we'll 
come up with something off air. Jeff and I will talk about it. We'll come up with like a poll or a bracket or something like we did last time. And, and you can help us run that on the on the social media. Perfect. And we'll, uh, we'll do a contest. Yeah. That'll be a lot of fun. Awesome. Be a lot of, and, and who had that? I think it was Tyrone Jenkins on here that had the idea um, to give these guys, yeah, a name. thanks, Tyrone. Yeah, absolutely, that's great, awesome, great job, and uh, and so definitely we'll 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 have something to follow up with on that. All right, so Sweet. all that said, uh, that see, that's why the chat's cool. Yeah, there you go. That's why you should be. You in guys the chat. make our show. Thank you, yeah, absolutely. thank you, thank you. Guys you. are smarter than we are. You're funnier than we are, and uh, you have better ideas than we do. So well, without, yeah. without without the chat, we're just you know a couple of sh- schmucks just looking at each other with <laughs> Raiders hats on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's get in to see a fan's mailbag don't have a call from the capo this week we kind of sprung this show up uh out of nowhere so uh-huh. uh aaron didn't get his call in so no call from the capo sorry Cap. and you know what we don't even have an email from paul because again we kind of sprung this thing we out, did. out of nowhere so uh so thank you to the to those two guys as always that kick it off but since they're not around we're gonna go to uh, uh to another stalwart we call him uh we call him houstonian i call him i call him the historian uh, he's from Houston, so he's the the his, historian. The historian. I love it. Uh, Raiders Steve. Let's hear from Steve. Hey, Murphy Marsh, Houston Raiders Steve. Uh, historian Steve. Thanks. Um, players, we wish there were. Uh, we wish they had been Raiders. Uh, my one that I wish was a Raider was left tackle Hall of Famer Anthony Munoz, USC. Huge guy, man. I mean, he he protected a uh, Boomer Sison's uh, blind spot. I was down there for the Super Bowl uh, Friday before the Super Bowl down in New Orleans when it was the famous game with uh, the Ravens and the 49ers when they lost electricity, that, that Super Bowl. Anyway, so I'm over there for the day and everything, took the Greyhound over. Uh, time of my life, went down to Mike and Mike's show in the audience and walked around the quarter, you know how that is, French market and all that stuff. Anyway, uh, so as I was leaving everything, I had to go by the uh, walk past the team hotel and out front was Anthony Munoz talking to a lady or two out front, just talking and laughing, having a good time. And I said, Mr. Munoz, he turned around. I said, you know what? I'm a huge Raider fan. And if anybody would have been a Raider, I sure as heck wish that you were uh, a Raider. You've been the perfect Raider. And he just smiled and said, thank you. So anyway, so I was fortunate enough to meet Anthony Munoz. I've been hearing about him living in Houston, being a Cincinnati Bengal, and they were competing against Oilers all the time. So that's my uh, moment in Raiders history, getting to meet a person I wish was a Raider. Great show. God bless. Bye. All right, good stuff there. So yeah, so Anthony Munoz. That's we had we had a discussion last week, uh, Jeff, about players that played on other teams that we would have oh, loved yeah. to have seen. Been yeah, Raiders. I tuned in for it. Yeah, okay, all right. So Anthony Munoz there from Steve uh, in the chat. Ron said Barry Sanders. You know what I mean? Like that would have been a good yes. one. What about you? You weren't here for that. So what do you think? You know, when, when you first started talking about it, you know, honestly, and I'm not sucking up to you just because I'm I'm sitting right here with you. But Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that was that was a big one, man. That was a big one, and 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 the Raiders passed on him, right? Yeah, and that's what that was the thing is that we had a chance to draft him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which don't get me wrong, Carr is awesome, but how sweet would it have been if we would have drafted Rodgers? Oh man, yeah. I exactly. mean, holy yeah. cow! Yeah, of course we would have had to have left Fabian Washington on the board, and but well, that yeah. yeah. Too, that's too bad. That's too bad. That would have sucked to have, not have him in silver and black. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a uh, big deal, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was Ab- huge. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, that, that, that was a good one, Aaron Rodgers. So, ooh, Ray Lewis in there. I see Deion Sanders yeah. would have been a good And I think Ma- I think Mosh, too. I think Mosh said Derrick Henry. Who said Derrick Henry last week? Uh, I know Derrick Henry a little bit from my uh, from your former from fandom. From my former fandom. And, uh, I mean, imagine him on the team. Well, we might have him in Chris Warren. So you never know. You, yeah. You, you, you might have. Or you it. might have someone better with Josh Jacobs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know right? what I mean? Better, yeah. Uh, Ray Lewis in there and that De- Deion Sanders. 
Dion would have been a great Raider. That's an awesome. Dion, watch, yeah, watch Dion would have been an there. awesome. Dion Raider. would have been a great Raider. Yeah, he was. Dion's one of those guys that like I couldn't stand him when he was a player because he was a, a freaking uh, a, a cowboy and a niner and yeah. you know I'm kind of indifferent about the Falcons, but um, uh, I wasn't not a fan of his at all. Uh-huh. Now I love him though. Yeah, I love him. Like he's great on his show on primetime and all that. Yeah. Like I love Dion on TV. Yeah. And I'm with you. If he would have been in the moment, like, but if he would have been ours, uh-huh. it was like Antonio Brown. I didn't like Antonio well, that, Brown. That's what I was but just now fixing he's ours. Ask, I was just fixing to ask you that. Because I mean he's he was a stinkler. You know, so so you didn't you didn't care much <laughs> for him. Know. But now but now he's in silver and black and you're you love him. Abs- you love him like I love him. Uh, absolutely. Well, you may not love him as not much quite as, I as much him. as you do. He's, I love yeah, some A B. You are official, buddy. You got well, the yeah. you got his name written on the side of your head. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> All right, next hey. up. Hey. Hey, easy. Uh, next up, let's hear from our buddy Alex. Uncle Marsh Murph, this is Alex Sandoval from Tucson, Arizona. Um, I called him last week, but I think he was a bit muffled when I called, so I'm, I'm just going to give the whole rundown once more. Um, I think that um, the way we get going with our with our season is, you know, Carr and Gruden being on the same page. I think that's step one in our success. I think step two is our offensive line to pull together and be strong. Um, I feel like... If those two things can happen, if Carden and Gruden can be on the same page, if our offensive line can block for Derek Carr and give him some time in the backfield and open up some holes for our running game, everything will just sort of fall into place. Antonio Brown, he's a well-respected wide receiver. He, um, you know, he, he can do a lot if Carr has the, the time to throw him the ball. Um, I feel like Doug Martin and Josh Jacobs will be a good uh, uh, running attack as long as the offensive line can open up holes for them. So I think I think a lot a lot of the weight, a lot of the success of this upcoming season is kind of on the shoulders of the offensive line because if we can get that going, you know, and we can get our offense moving, you know. Um, getting first downs, getting touchdowns, moving the chains. I think that's how we get, you know, at least eight wins this year. Um, if offensive line struggles, um, it's going to trickle down, you know, and Carr's not going to have time to throw it. Antonio Brown's not going to have, you know, time to run his route because Carr's getting sacked, and it all just kind of trickles down from there. So a lot of weight on the shoulders of the offensive line. What do you think? Yeah, great call, Alex. Appreciate you calling us. Yeah, thank us. you. Yeah, good stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that the game is still, again, all those stuff, like we talked about earlier, a game could be complicated. There could be so many moving parts. There could be yes. so many different dynamics. But at the end of the day, it kind of still starts and stops in the trenches. Absolutely. Like, it doesn't matter if you have Aaron Rodgers if you're quarter, as your quarterback because if you can't protect him, he gets sacked and breaks his yeah, collarbone he's, he's on and his you back. don't go to the playoffs. Like, exactly. You know what I like mean? Like what's happened to them. That, ex- you know, with, yeah, with, absolutely. With, the, with the Packers. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why I hated the Vikings. Kings that year because they single-handedly kept Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees out of the Super Bowl playing Tom Brady. Yeah. Instead, we got the freaking the, the 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 was it was that right the Vikings and then who did they end up beating um and uh, who did we get in that Super Bowl I don't remember who it was but but they were because the, they in the regular season they that that was when Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone uh-huh. and then in the playoffs was that stupid Stephon Diggs play yeah. against the Saints and then they went and lost to. 
Oh gosh, who was it now? I don't even remember off the top of my head. I don't know. They, they lost to. But anyways, so they it was the Case Keenum year, and so they didn't even end up going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But like the whole time, like as a fan, once the Raiders are out of it, I root for the good story. And I wanted to see Breeze match up against Brady or Aaron Rodgers match up against Brady. Right. And we got neither of those because of Case Keenum and the stupid Minnesota Vikings. Exactly. I don't exactly. know how well, I got on that topic. Well, but. and that's, you know, the, the Raider fans might think the same about the Colts. You know, going back to our, our talk next week about uh, Tales from the Nation. You know, the, oh, Col- the Colts knocked out Carr. Absolutely. You know, you know, we could have seen, you know, we could have seen an epic Super Bowl. Absolutely. But instead it was all, you know, instead and- we got to see Connor Cook, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and oh, and, and I know, and I'll come back to it now because I just I just remembered how I got on that tangent. Now you got to protect them. So yeah. that one, so poor Donald Penn gave up one sack all year long, and that one sack is the one that took out Derek Carr and broke his leg. Right. So it's like you know, if you don't protect them, it doesn't matter who's back there. If you don't, uh, you know, if you don't have a push up front, you can't run the football. Like so, I'm, I agree with Alex. Everything starts and stops, I think, especially offensively uh, on the line. And the other thing too, uh, Jeff, is that Josh Jacobs is a good pass protector. Like yeah. he's going to be, and so was Marshawn. Like so, the Raiders have not had a shortage of running backs that can pass protect, uh, and especially not this year. And now you got the threat of him rolling out and catching passes, and so right. it should be well. And that too is you know, you know, why do you think we signed a guy like like Incognito? Yeah, you, you know, I mean, you know, is he going to be suspended when the season starts? Maybe, 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 maybe. But you know, but I mean, if anything else, this guy's a Pro Bowl, you know, offensive lineman. You know, if anything else. Give some tips and some advice and some leadership to some of these younger guys and some of these other guys. And you know? you know what else on that, too? I agree with everything you just said. And let somebody go mess with Derek Carr. You watch, Raider Nation, oh, who the yeah. first guy that's going to be in the face of anybody on the opposing defense that even goes near our quarterback. You watch who the first one is going to be. They're going to be on their back. It's going to be it's going to be freaking incognito. And you know uh-huh. what? Good. I'd love to see him go in there and light somebody up and take Absolutely. a 15-yarder or whatever because they're going to mess with, with this pleasure. quarterback. Absolutely. Yep. yep. So I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Bring a little nasty back to the line. And uh, and uh, so we, we got a lot of good stuff to look forward to. So great yes. call, Alex. And uh, next up, all right, I kind of whiffed on this one. So uh, let's, uh, let's hear from our buddy Raider Jack in Albany, Oregon. Hey, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raider Jack in Albany, Oregon. I was listening to uh, the last episode, man, and you know I love Derek Carr. Love. I was uh, kind of so upset when we signed Richie Incognito, which the guy couldn't have a more ironic last name. There's nothing incognito about him. I, uh, I I'm watching the OTAs. I'm watching these uh, interactions, and it's looking good. I, I hear nothing but great stuff about you know Williams and whatnot. My thought is to be really think the running game is going to improve over last season. I mean, we got Doug Martin back, which is cool. We got you know, Josh Jacobs. We got Chris Moore in the third. But, you know, I just want to see it. I, to see it. I, I don't know what you guys think statistic-wise. I mean, heck, Jacobs, you know, they, they, they compare him to Le'Veon Bell on a lot of the, a lot of the rap sheets. I, I don't know. I don't think about that. Also, God, I don't know what to think about. I don't know how I feel about not getting any, uh, getting any respect here, man. I've called the show four times. I, 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 uh, and I can count right off the top of my head. And I've emailed you guys quite a few, man. Uh, anytime a made man comes up, I'm just not there. I'm in the land of Sonny. I'm in Oregon. I need to go find Sonny to advocate for me. 
Anyway, you guys have a great week. Go Raiders. <laughs> All right. First off, uh, let, let's let's hit the uh, the team content on his call. There, uh, he talked about the running game. He asked about the running game. I don't see any way that we're not better in the running game. And look, the Raiders didn't struggle necessarily in the running game. Uh, you know, in recent history, Latavius Murray had uh, some some good moments. Yeah, you know, when it was a greatness. For yeah, sure. when it was Rashard in Washington, it was a little iffy. But then, of course, mm-hmm. Marshawn. Um, you know. Chris Warren Jr. the third now looks like he's going to be uh, yeah. legit, mean, at least good in short yards. I mean, McFadden did, you know, I mean, he did. A, but he wasn't hurt. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, uh-huh. and, well, in the year that like him and Michael Bush were, were like, that was a good one. too. Yeah, like, that was a good. So yeah. we've had our moments in, in terms of running the football. I think this year will be better than all, all those. Oh, I completely agree. I, I mean, I hope I'm not just getting too much into my fandom here when I say this. But I think it's entirely possible Josh Jacobs could be a thousand yard back as a rookie and make the Pro Bowl. That's what everyone seems to be saying. You know, I mean, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to look too much into the hype and kind of, you know, like what you said, you don't want to get your hopes up and then get let down. But I'm with you, man. I think this guy, I mean, he could be top five rushers in the league. You know, if running, it's not unheard of for running backs to come into the league and have an impact early. It's it's one of the most transferable, translatable positions from college to the pros. Yeah, it's why you get Ezekiel Elliott and Todd Gurley, and it's right. why you get these guys that come out of college and have immediate impact yeah. as soon as they hit the heck. Derrick Henry, yeah, right? Der- like, yeah, Derrick yeah, Henry. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a Tennessee Volunteers fan. I mean, Alvin Kamara down in down oh in New Orleans. Gosh, he's a stud. How the heck was it? Who was the coach at the time for UT? Butch. Oh, Butch Jones. He had no idea how to use him. Oh. I mean, he was running him up the gut when this guy. I mean, he's he's running out in the flat and catching passes. I mean, he's he. Had how no did that guy not just him. kill it in college? It's all about it's a, it's about the coaching, man. Unbelievable. It's about the coaching. But you know, so I think you definitely we're going to see an uptick and definitely going to oh, see yeah. it in Josh Jacobs. And I like Warren to be the short yardage guy, the guy that you know when you got mm-hmm. uh, you know it's, it's it's first down from the from the one yard line. Uh, you know what I mean? That's your guy. Go punch yep. it in there. You know what I mean? So yep. I think that's good. All right, so. Uh, next up with Jack, he mentioned that he had called the show four times, that he's from the same neck of the woods as Sonny, my original co-host here yep. on Raiders Fan Radio, that he's kind of got the bona fides there, and he hasn't gotten any props. And you know what? He's right. I went back and looked, and you know one of the things that's tough about this show is that we're just a fan-run amateur podcast. Like yeah. We're not anything professional or fancy or anything. We've, we've had our share of connections to interviewing players and being affiliated with different foundations and whatnot and things, uh-huh. but, but by no means are we of any sort of any kind of, f- of official capacity, and we are 100% amateurs. And when you get amateurs, you get mistakes. Absolutely. And I made a mistake, man. I missed... Jack on on uh, giving him made man status. I absolutely whiffed on it, and so I apologize. Uh, he is definitely a made man. He's to be added to the list, and when you get added to the list of being a made man, you get your own music, and we congratulate you. Here it is. Is it me or you? You got it? I don't know. Do I have it? I'm oh, new I, to this board. Oh, I thought you were going to push the I'm button. I'm new to the board. I, I, you were I don't push know the what button. button to push. I'll push the button. You are a made man. You See, I told you mistakes. You are part of the family <laughs> by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent, 
It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, congratulations to Raider Jack in Albany, Oregon, our newest made man. And I uh, appreciate you uh, being a part of the show. Appreciate you making me aware. And if there's anybody else out there in our listening audience that yeah, I have Yeah, call missed, us out. Let us let know. Let us know, man. It, it, I, it, was, it was not on purpose. I, I promise you that. You know, so, you know, it was funny is that uh, we talked about, you know, you make mistakes and then here it was and I missed the timing on, the, uh, on pushing that, that sound bite. And you remember the movie uh, Night at the Roxbury? Like, oh, it's one of my top ten all-time favorite movies. You and I just did that. We were looking at each other, going, "You, me, him, you, me, you, him, you, him, you, him, me, him, you, him, me, you, me, you." Who's got the dang button? I know. Push the button. Who's got the button? All right, here I got another button, and this one. Uh, so speaking of Jeffs, uh, there are uh, quite a few of you. Hey, and, uh, hey, hey, hey! This is One Nation, Jeff. Hey, Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff. Oh, uh, you know what? Hold on. Before I get into the, more of this call. Uh, he really, um, Jeff, you're, you, you called twice your second call. I could hear, we could hear you loud and clear. Uh, but your first call got really muddy. And so it's just a real short version of it. I had to edit it way down. So I didn't cut you off, uh, in, with any intention other than that, than to just make it so we could hear it clear. And Murph, Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff, and the two dog Raider, the capo, and the rest of the Raider fan radio family. And I do mean that family. This is One Nation on the Jeff calling from SoCal. Got a couple stories to touch on. First off, I don't know if you got my call earlier, but I missed the draft party because I was having knee surgery. But then shortly after that, I had to do a 2,500-mile turnaround to Seattle, Washington, to visit with my dad, who was in the hospital. I was a Broncos fan, so of course I was wearing my Raider gear to go visit him. But in Oregon, it is illegal for you to pump your own gas. So we pull into this gas station in Oregon. The attendant walks up to my door and asks what I would like. And lo and behold, he's got a Raider shield tattooed on his arm. So we start a conversation on how things have gone in the draft and free agency. And my wife's sitting next to me going, blah, 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 blah. But I got to my wife. She sports the Raiders. There's never been a Raider fan or a Raider player she met that she didn't like. But my question is, how do you, how do you determine what Raider jersey you're going to wear? All right. So appreciate the call uh, from uh, One Nation, Jeff, there. And uh, so there at the end, so good story. I think we all got stories about our wife's life and at us about our fandom at times. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, he asked about how do you determine what jersey you're going to wear? I don't have a ton of jerseys. Uh, I have most of mine are old ones. Uh, Bo Jackson, Marcus Allen, uh, Kenny Stabler, uh, Howie Long. Uh, I do have a Derek Carr. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife got me a Derek Carr jersey. So I, uh, Charles Woodson. Uh, yeah. Tim Brown, uh, I think that's it. I think I saw uh, a, Howie, a Howie Long in your... In yeah, your, yeah, I got a Howie yeah. down there, uh-huh. yeah. So I, did, I do it based on a couple of different things. Um, when I wear, like, my old school ones, because the only new school one I got is, is car, um, but, like, when I wear them old school ones, like, say we need a big day out of the defense. Say we need, like, we're playing 
you know, a, somebody that's a quarterback of like an Aaron Rodgers. And we, we like, we got to pick Rodgers. Like, we're going to have to get turnovers to stay yes. in this game. I'm going to rep Woodson because I want our safeties or our corners to play well, right? Like, that's kind of my mentality. Or like, man, we need to run the football today. We need to pound the rock. So I'm going to wear Bo Jackson. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm going to wear Bo because I want, we need, we got to run the football today. Or, or man, cars have not been playing so well lately. We're going to need Derek today to not throw interceptions to Marcus Peters. Yeah. So I'm going to wear my cars. Like, that's kind of like my mentality typically on, on how I go picking a jersey. How, how about you? Well, well I, don't, I don't have any Raider jerseys yet. Well, you got your brown. Um, well, I got Tony my brown Richardson. shirt right now. Yeah, yeah. you got your eighty-four there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I, I don't know if you, if you've been paying attention or been watching on a few shows ago. I'm I'm a big hockey fan. Uh, I'm a Nashville Predator. You're fan. a huge hockey. So, yeah, you are not, the huge hockey fan. Uh, yeah, you're pretty tore up with I, it. I am Smashville. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. So, and I with that, I've got probably about probably twelve jerseys, twelve to fifteen hockey oh my jerseys, gosh. and. Uh, my favorite jersey that I like to wear, and, and with all sports, I like to wear one with my name on the back. I put my own name on the back because I'm never going to get traded. I'm never going <laughs> to retire, anything like that. There so I'm go. all, yeah. So, so, you know, so I put my name on a lot of jerseys. But, uh, but typically, how I pick jerseys, especially like in the playoffs, I'll just pick a jersey out of the, out of the closet. And if we win, I'm going to wear that jersey again. Ah, I gotcha. And then if we lose, well, that jersey doesn't have any luck right now, so I'm going to pick the next jersey. So, so that's typically how. Okay, I go. that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. And let us know in the chat too. I thought that was a really fun question on how yeah, you pick your jersey. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, good stuff there. And uh, and you know, and I'll, I'll even do it too. Um, it's not a jersey; it's more of a shirt or overall apparel thing. I'll do it based on what we're talking about on the show that week too. Yeah. Like I'll I'll figure out like what shirt, what Raider shirt I'm going to wear. Like that shirt you wore two shows in a row. This one. No, yeah, I didn't wear this last time. Yeah, you did. The Raiders against the world? Yeah, man. No, I didn't wear this last week. You sure? Mm-hmm. I'm positive. I think I wore the art. Because I've been wearing our stuff. I've oh. been wearing Get Made. I wore this when you and I did the pictures. Well, that must be what yeah, it that's, is. That's, that's what, what I'm was. thinking yeah, about. Yeah. Well, and I did it because it looks like, because it's got the stars on it, and it says Raiders against the world, for those of you listening on the audio, and, uh, and it's got stars across it. Well, and so does the backdrop. Behind Jeff, that oh, that nice. uh, that backdrop behind Swag Jeff there, that is an actual uh, hatch print from the draft. That is literally a one of a kind. It's piece a one of a kind that was hanging on the draft stage yes. at Raider Nation. Uh, Jeff got a bead on on that and uh, and found a guy that was selling them and uh, and yeah, referred cut, me yeah, to it. Yeah, he cut it down and put it on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, we're like next to nothing. I had no idea that he had no idea what he, he had. He had a gold mine right there. Yeah, and if you're listening to it, kid, sorry, sorry, but dude. Uh, yeah, now it's part of Murph <laughs> Fan Cave. Yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, that thing is legit, man. That is 100 percent from the draft stage Absolutely. that Raider Nation. Well, hatch and and hatch prints, they're making more now. And they're going to make, make the little ones. They're going to make the smaller the ones. The normal this, size one. This right here, this is, yeah, this is, this is you know, Raiders fan radio only. That's it. That's the only place you'll ever see that exactly. hat brand is right here in Murph Fan Cave. So anyway, so it's got stars on it, and so does this shirt. So that's yeah. why I matched it up. So And that's my... Talking about matching our, I guess it's the off season. I guess is all you could say to that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Mosh, this is be, thrilling radio. He would be all over me right now. Oh my He'd be gosh. like, "Are you guys really talking about playing dress up on the show?" Well, yes. Swag Jeff likes to talk about that there, kind of there stuff. There you go. It's got Swag Jeff. You Uncle Mosh your, ain't here. You got to talk about your swag when you got Swag Jeff in well, the house. That's yeah. right. All right. So speaking of all that swag, uh, One Nation Jeff called us back and. Um, I'm kind of tracking him a little bit. He basically he's got a math problem for me on how many players uh, you can fit into 17 jerseys. 
Okay, Marth, here's the numbers. I know you love numbers, but you don't like math, but you're going to have to do a little math in this question. Nice little uh, uh, a brain teaser for you. I have 18 jerseys. One of those jerseys is a personalized one. Of the 17 remaining jerseys that are polar jerseys, they're evenly split with home and away colors. Now, this is a list of the players that I have. I have two Kenny Stabler jerseys, two Bo Jackson jerseys, two Marcus Allen jerseys, two Howie Long jerseys, two Derek Carr jerseys, two Marshawn Lynch jerseys, an Alzado jersey, a Tatum jersey, Hayes, Hayden, Woodson, Casper, and Cooper. How does the math add up, and how is it possible that I have all those players with multiple players and jerseys, and how does it split evenly among home and away among 17 jerseys? Now, to answer that question, I have one jersey that's Raiders of the Century, so it's got Stabler, Jackson, Allen, and Long all on it, and that's an away jersey. The other one that throws that for a loop is my other Bo Jackson jersey is a split jersey, so it is home and away, half black, half white. So I kind of cheated on it, but there's your numbers for you. Anyway, that's all I've got for you guys. Have a great week, and go Raiders. All right, appreciate it, One Nation Jeff. 17 jerseys. That's amazing. You need to clock in, bud. I know, I know. Because that's your thing. You just mentioned all the freaking hockey jerseys you got. Well, Well, his name's Jeff. So we're all Swag Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) And he's one nation. So it is. It's like one nation. We're all one Swag Jeff. We're all one Swag Jeff. We're all one and the same. Yeah, there you go. That's good stuff, man. Good stuff. So what is, so let me ask you though, uh, while we're on the time, we got two more calls to get to before we call it a show. What is your first jersey going to be? We know you love AB, but are you going to go with with somebody like that? Or are you going to go with a classic player? Or what are your thoughts? What's your first jersey, man? This will be fun to talk about. Well, like I, like I just said a minute ago, I, I like putting my name on the back. Oh, that's I may, right. I may get a swag Jeff, and we talked about it on the I'll last. We we talked about it on the last show. Uh, my boy Riddle Huber. Oh yeah, so do like a thirty thirty three swag Jeff because three and three is six, and that's your favorite number. And, and six is my number, so three and three is six. Put a swag Jeff on the back. Ah, that's pretty cool. And thirty three is Kenny King, also as yeah, we mentioned. So yeah, yeah. that's legit, uh, and I man. think I think my wife is actually tuned into this. So so wink uh, wink. <laughs> yeah yeah. So so beautiful wife. <laughs> Father's Day's coming up. Hey. hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, and you can go. You can go to RaidersFanRadio.com/slash/gear. That's G-E-A-R. Hit the link. We'll take you to NFLShop.com, and you can buy a customized jersey there. And a portion of those profits get kicked back to us, and we will give it all to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. It's a win-win-win for everybody. Absolutely. How about that? All right, I love it. Next up, let's go hear from uh, a man that defends our freedom each and every day, and hear from our buddy Mojo Raider. What's up, Murph, Boss, Swag Jeff? Mojo, San Diego. Uh, shout out to Capo, the trucker, Just Went Johnny, and Big Dog, of course. Uh, I'm on my way to Lemoore, California. Got to do some Navy work up here. That's the bad news. Six hour drive. Good news is I roll right through Bakersfield, and there's a Raider image there. So I guess I'm going to stop spending a bunch of my hard earned money. <laughs> hey, so here's what I'm calling. Watch some uh, videos uh, on Twitter. Uh, from some of the workouts, the, uh, the uh, mini camps. And, uh, man, I, I got a little bit of take on uh, on Farrell, man. He, uh, man, he reminds me of Julius Peppers, man, when Peppers was a young man. Good call. Uh, yeah, very much I'm so. I'm partial to Peppers being a Tar Heel guy. Uh, and uh, just that, that that body, 
how quick he, he, he gets off the line and the way he's, those swim moves, man, that hand motion, uh, spinning. Uh, it, it was, he, he's, a, he's an incredible athlete. Uh, obviously way too early to call it, but, uh, I think there's something special about this kid. And I think that those guys, uh, Mayock and, and Gruden saw something in him that, that a lot of people didn't. So I'm excited. I uh, hope you guys are too. Uh, love tells from the, uh, from the nation. That was a good first episode. All right. Thanks for doing that, guys. Keeping us entertained. Till then, just win, baby. Talk to you later, guys. All right, good stuff there from Mojo Ray. Thanks, appreciate Mojo. The phone call, yeah. Appreciate the uh, the compliment there on uh, Tales from Nation. That's been yeah. a, been a fun show. That's going to be a fun project, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and Uncle Mosh said last last week uh, we're doing a shirt for that. We can, yeah. We're not going. I don't know if we won't sell it yet until we sell out the get made stuff that we're going to give to the Blitnikoff Foundation. But that we will logo, def- that an- logo, another respect to, to just win Johnny yeah, on that. Yeah, that logo really good, is man. killer, man. That's going to look good on a shirt. Well, I mean, I'll get yeah. some made just for us to start off with, but yeah. Uh, but then we'll 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 definitely get some. We'll, oh we'll, yeah, we'll sell them. Yeah, yeah. We'll that's, one- that's been so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it really so has. Much it's been fun. a good time. So I appreciate the compliment uh, from Mojo there, and I really dig. The Julius Peppers comparison. Now, granted, like he said, it's it's OTAs. We hadn't seen the guy even in pads yet, sure. let alone playing a game. But as far as body type and mentality and approach, and all, yeah, yes, that's just a great the humble, call. The humble guy that yes, he is, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, good call there. Good call, Mojo. Good stuff. Uh, as always, all right, Jeff. We got one more. We're gonna hear from our buddy B Dog in a pasture. Hello, Murph, Jeff, Mosh, wherever you may be roaming this evening. It's B Dog howling from a pasture in the great state of Texas. And uh, two weeks ago, I graduated high school, and I didn't get the call last week. Congratulations! I was feeling bad, but man, I just wanted to thank y'all. This this year is one of it has been one of the greatest years of my life, and it's all thanks to RFR. I mean, this show has impacted my life in such a positive way. I've met so many great friends through RFR, and also I just made so many great memories, like when I would sneak out. To my truck during lunch and listen to R- <laughs> RFO. I mean, RFR, listen to the show. Whenever I would be like upset or mad at how poorly the Raiders would play one week, or if I was having a bad week or a bad day, I knew it was going to be okay because I had RFR to listen to that, like this week. It was like, no matter how bad we played, Murph and Mosh would have something positive to bring out the game. Or just whenever we would play good. It was like, yeah, man, we just won the Super Bowl. So it was great. I just had so many great memories. I wanted to thank y'all, and I hope that I can continue and we can continue to create even more great memories. Thank y'all. Bye-bye. Gosh, Jeff. That's uh, awesome, man. He, yeah. Uh, I'm, First off, c- congrats, B-Dog, on, on, on graduating yes. high school. That's that's a huge accomplishment, and you should be real proud of yourself. And uh, And, man, I'm right there with you. You know, you said you said uh, RFR has has kind of changed your life, and dude, I'm right there with you. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, c- coming on board, you know, here here a couple months ago, uh, it really is. I- I've met more friends, and I've met new people, and talked to new people every day because of Raider Nation and because of Raiders Fan Radio. So, right so we, we really appreciate your your kind words there. Yeah, that's that's really flattering, B Dog man. I, I appreciate that, and uh, you know that to me is why we do all this. You yeah, know? Um, it makes it all worth it. Yeah, man. that's it right there. It's the community that's 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 come up around this show is um, something, frankly, that we didn't 
shoot for well, not not shoot for but not plan on like sure. i mean you know we were going to do a fan base show and talk about our team and all that kind of stuff and we the initial concept was we wanted it to just be you know like a couple of guys hanging out talking in a bar about the raiders right like sure. that was the concept of it um but then they you know when our listeners started interacting with us and especially in the more that the chat has gotten involved in, like and the way that people have met and become friends and all around our show like that's the best part of it and so thank you b-dog again for your your kind words i'm glad that we could be that uh, i'm glad that and it's not even us i'm glad the community it's it's the yeah. raider name we're yeah, just it's, a it's conduit our, yeah we just show up we're the chat room yeah and, exactly. and you guys you guys are the ones that populate it and you guys make all the difference and you know if, if it wasn't for you guys you know all you fans and people in the chat it, it'd just be us just kind of sitting here exactly just two dudes looking at each other exactly you know exactly so, yeah so, so thank you to, to, to him. I appreciate those words. And, you know, uh, in terms of what he said and, uh, you know, listening to the show and having us be positive, you know, Jeff, we've been accused of, I've had, uh, I've said this before on the show, is, and a lot, you know, and sometimes it's from other shows. It's from Mondays with Mikey Murph or whatever. Uh, but I've had people tell me I'm a bootlicker, uh, that I'm an apologist, that uh, I don't have anything ever critical, overly critical to say about the team. What? I'll just say this, and and I think, and this is, and B Dog clearly gets it, is that um, I love the Raiders, like enough to start a podcast, decorate my home, wear the gear, like you know, indoctrinate my children, uh, you know, ask my friends to be a part of it, family, be, like every. I love the Oakland Raiders a lot. I'm not gonna talk smack about something that I love, right? I'll be, oh, you know, honest. And if something, you know, look, I wasn't happy with four and 12. There are things that happen with, the, you know, I don't like it when Derek Carr throws picks in the end zone. Right. I don't like it when he throws up passes for grabs on Monday night football, when I've paid a whole bunch of money to sit in the freaking black hole and, and then watch him throw picks to Marcus Peters and watch Marcus Peters grab his junk on the way in the end zone. There's right. a lot of things that the Raiders do that I don't like, but I'm not going to stand on a freaking my soapbox and part my language and bitch about him. Right. Because I love him. They're like, uh, just like if you did something I didn't like, I wouldn't bitch about you. I mean, you may not do something I don't like, but you're my yeah. friend. Yeah. I'm not going to just go on and gripe about you all the time. So right. when, when I don't, we don't necessarily like ignore the things that are bad about the team, but I don't think there's anything wrong with looking for something good and something that you love. Absolute, and that's what we do, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause and, you know, kind of, kind of to, to, to piggyback on what yeah. you're saying, you know, I'm yeah, we're, we're, Raiders fan radio and Raider Nation, we're a family. You know, like what you just said, you're not going to talk smack about me. I'm not going to talk smack about you. We don't always agree on everything that we do, but we still love each other. And, you know, let ESPN and let Sports yes. Illustrated and let all those people be critical and talk smack and say, oh, well, he should be traded or he should be benched or this or that. Let's all just come together and just support and love our Oakland Raiders. Yes. There's plenty of people to beat up on the team. Absolutely. And so we're not going to be that. You know it, what I mean? And exactly. So clearly B-Dog gets it. And, and I know most of you do. Most of the yeah. people that... And and look, and I said what I said about the, the people that said those things about... That's a, a, a minuscule amount of the feedback that we get. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, it's funny. And as a content creator, that's the one that I get hung up on. Right? Like, we'll have a hundred people say, man, you guys are great. Great show. And then that one guy goes, man, you all stink. And then yeah. that's that's the guy that I get caught up in. Like, I'm like, like the one dislike we have on YouTube right now. Do we really? Yeah, see that. that and it's probably <laughs> and it Uncle Mosh. It, it may have been Mosh. Uncle Mosh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyways, but thank you, B Dog. Appreciate that. Appreciate the uh, uh, the community and appreciate everybody uh, uh, that engages with us uh, around this football team uh, we call the Oakland Raiders. And so, uh, so based on all the calls that we get every week, we award what we call the Sizzler, and that's to the best call of the week. And Jeff, you gonna hit that for us? Sizzler. 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 Go ahead. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was longer than that. No, Sorry. No, no, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so today, uh, Murph is has has allowed me to pick the Sizzler. You um, call, man. Your yeah. Call. Okay. Well, uh, well, we're we're just gonna we're just gonna go with that last call there. Uh, oh, B dog. Yeah, B dog, man. We appreciate your kind words and uh and, and we love you, man. And you know, you 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 are a made man already. Absolutely. And you know, we we appreciate everything you do to to you know be a part of of our journey here. And so uh so take yourself a sizzler. 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 And so clearly we can be bought too. All you gotta do is say something nice and we'll vote well, you. Well, yeah, absolutely. We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. all right so just a couple more quick things for you before we get out of here for the night uh so last week we did uh players that changed the raiders yeah players that had that the significance of their career was so great that the team was never the same from the time they started and then retired the team was never the same after that um, my pick for that uh, player was Big Ben Davidson, number eighty-three. Yeah, who played for the Raiders in the for the the majority of the sixties. Uh, I think he was sixty-four to seventy-one. I want to say yeah. was his uh-huh. time with the team. And uh, so he was also famous uh, for his on-screen uh, persona. So uh, we do a feature here every once in a while called Raiders and Pop Culture. Right. And I thought Ben Davidson would be a great. Uh, choice, not only because we talked about him already last week, but because after his playing career was over, he went on to do movies. He was in like Conan the Barbarian. Yep. Um, he was in a, uh, one of them naughty movies. Uh, he wasn't uh, uh, an, uh, an actor or so. he was in he wasn't partaking. Movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't being naughty. He was just, he played a bouncer in nice. it in, in one of those movies. Yeah. Nice. Um, but he also did, I think that what I remember him as a kid was doing Miller Lite commercials. So Miller Lite back in the day, man, it was Roddy Dangerfield and John Madden and, you know, and all these guys, all these, you know, Mickey Spillane and like all these people doing Miller Lite commercials. And Big Ben Davidson did Miller Lite commercials. And so I got one of them for you here, and it's going to take a little bit of visualization on your part uh, because what Ben is doing is he's arm wrestling a guy. Yeah. So he's sitting in a bar and he's arm wrestling. So Ben Davidson was 6'8". 275 pounds. This is a monster of a man, okay, sitting there arm wrestling some guy that's like, you know, five foot something, a hundred and something, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So this guy, like, is dwarfed compared to, to Big Ben, and you'll hear him scuffling around because he's trying to move Ben's arm, uh-huh. and Ben's arm isn't budging. Yeah. Ben is just sitting there Hold doing it. a Miller Lite commercial. Yeah. Uh-huh. So here's what it sounded like. 
When you're a big guy like me, people always want to see just how strong you are. So after this arm works, this arm always relaxes with light beer from Miller. The light's got a third less calories than the regular beer, and it tastes great. What I like about it is less filling. So when you're in a hot match like this, you can't afford to get filled up. You have the time? Yeah. <clears throat> About 8.30. Yeah, thanks. Like beer from Miller. Everything you always wanted in a beer. And less. Next. <laughs> I love Next. it. So Big Ben just slams the guy's arm oh, down. Oh, yeah. Uh, it knocks him out of the thing practically And uh, when someone asks him for what the time is. So pretty good stuff there uh, from Ben Davidson. So, you know, uh, Jeff, we've known each other for a long time. We have. You've well, known Uncle Mosh for even much longer than you've known me. I have. Uh, and we... Way back when, before even Raiders Fan Radio, we were doing a show called The Sports Dagos. The Dagos. And that was when you and I actually worked together yeah. in you had, you had podcasting. Me, you had me film a couple or uh, record a couple of spots, record a couple a of co- commercials. A couple of commercials. And I think one was about how much I hated Carson Palmer. It sure was. It sure was. Because you hated, even before you were a Raider fan, you hated Carson Palmer. I've hated. I've hated Carson Palmer since he was a Bengal. Since I was, since I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jeff came in and recorded some. So, so when when we did the Miller Lite thing for Ben, it reminded me that man, the first real thing that we did together was also a beer commercial. So absolutely. So on the sports dago, Sonny and I used to talk about what we were drinking. So back then, I used to drink uh, my fair share of, of, uh, of adult beverages, and uh-huh. Sonny did as well, and, and we would talk about what we were drinking to start the show. And so he, at one point, had Samuel Adams, and then the next week, he had Coronas, and then the next week, he was at a beer, and he had a Corona and a Samuel Adams left in his fridge, and he mixed them together. And he said, so I guess I'm drinking Simona. And so we got a big kick about that, nice. that we, were, we had drank Simona. Nice. So we had decided that we were going to do a beer commercial for this made-up brand of beer called Simona. So we asked Jeff <laughs> and Uncle Mosh, who, Uncle Mosh, you know him on this show, Raiders Fan Radio, but in his real life, everybody calls him Coach Salty. Yeah. Okay. I call him Coach most all the time. Most all the time, right? So, because he was your coach. He was my coach. So, we, so this is Jeff and this is Coach Salty uh, doing a commercial. This, for was, the, this was circa when? Probably, what, 2010, 2011? Uh, 2013, I think. Yeah, okay. that's when we were doing that show. Okay. Yeah. 2013. So this is you guys doing the dynamite <laughs> taste of Simona. Coach Salty talks about the power of Simona. You know, I've always heard about the power of Simona. I was never really sure exactly what that meant. So I went out and got some. Found out for myself. Are you free tonight? Works every time. The dynamite taste of Simona works every time. My glasses are fogging oh, yeah, up. Yeah, they man. are. Yeah, my they glasses are. are fogging up every time I freaking. That's so <laughs> funny. My glasses. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I love the it. Dynamite taste of Simona. You guys are too funny. <laughs> all right, that's all. Let's get out of here. Clearly, it's the off season. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you hadn't noticed, it's the off season. Oh my gosh! 
so funny. All right, Jeff. Well, appreciate you joining us. Yeah, uh, thanks here. for having me, man. Yeah, absolutely. You did a great job. Uh, there, there's no replacing Lamash. There's no filling no, in No, never, never. The one and only. That's right. But you can occupy the Southern Annex of the Merce Fan Cave desk, and you did a fine, fine job. And well, appreciate thank you. you sitting in tonight. That was a lot of fun. I uh, hope you all enjoyed listening to us. Please support us. Uh, help us support the Belenikoff Foundation. Buy one of our shirts. RaidersFanRadio.com slash t-shirts or RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Please go out and buy uh, buy stuff from there and that money. We will give it 100% to Bolitnikoff Foundation and uh, thank you to those of you that have done it. Th- thank you to those of you that will do it in the future. And then also one last thing, subscribe to us YouTube.com slash MurphsFanCave and subscribe to us on any podcast service. Search for Murph's Fan Cave. Thank you to the, all of you that are in the chat tonight. You guys rock. You guys are the best. And, yes, uh, yes, yes. Jeff, close us out. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Just win Johnny, uh, Raider Homer, Watts, Watts Raider. I like it spooky. Hey, guys, remember, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. And what happens in Vegas is started in Oakland. So we're all swag, Jeff. <laughs> Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.